The Ealing Cricketer. Opening batter scores runs, the boys win. It's a simple formula, recognised and acknowledged over many millennia, and my God, was it well practised by Ealing this weekend. Three chases, three victories, three not-out opening sticks. Graves and Middlesex professional Robert White, trademark, saw the ones home against an informed Richmond side. Tom Shaw's unbeaten 100 was well accompanied by Luke Stoughton's runs. Can bat this lad, has a future. And Henry Anton, that man, Henry Anton, keeps the threes title charge in full flow. They find themselves five from five and are clear atop the table. We hear from Whitey, Shawsy, Stowey and Simo in the wake of our glorious successes. AJ is back with us. Not that he has ever or would ever or could ever leave. Long-term contract. And we hear from Barnaby Harrison when we caught up with him at Lord's last Thursday to see what he thinks about the comparisons that can be made between England and the threes. My name is Mungo Russell and I am, as always, privileged to be accompanied by the ying to my yang, the ping to my pong, the mingo to my mungo. It's Lee Parry. You've been called a mingo, Lee. You've called me a lot of things uh, on, the, on this pod, uh, Mung, and I'm not going to lie. After a very long 12-hour flight from Cape Town last night where I shared the seat I'd paid for with someone else and four of her kids, I'm a little tired, but I love this podcast and I'm ready to go. Well, let's get straight into the nitty-gritty. The cricket at the weekend. I have... I was on a phone call with you, Lee, at some stage over the weekend, and you're set up out in South Africa. This is the dedication this man goes through, not just for his love of healing, but his love of the podcast. You had the one stream up on a TV. So the the internet in in South Africa is pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. There's there's like a white. I don't know if you, I don't know if you sometimes get it in this country, but there's a white little circle, and for some reason that tends to go round and round for quite a long time. And then what happens is the, the match sort of catches up and everything happens in sort of times six or eight mode, which is quite fun to watch. Um, but yeah, the dedication is there. I, I spent a lot of my, my Saturdays uh, and this Sunday just gone watching the, uh, the East play cricket uh, and it looked, like a, it looked like a good weekend. It was. Let, let's start with the ones. So two games to quickly summarise for you all on the Saturday. It was, a, it was in the end, a dominant victory against an informed Richmond side. Uh, they had an opening bat who'd got 230 runs in maybe 90 balls cumulative over the previous two weekends. Got zero off one, stumps down the leg side, first up. He got 100 the next day in his T20. So um, I'm glad we didn't slow his role too badly. Um, but having a professional cricketer can improve your cricket team and Robert White can really bat. Great to have Gravesy back in the team. Their partnership was sensational. Ollie did not make it out of a power play in the first five games. He needs to sort that out. I, I From last week's chat, Mung, uh, how many did Gravesy get in the end? 65 not out, 68 not out, somewhere. Like yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure I gave him a bit of a stick last week, didn't I, for him being, him being pretty boring. Was he still boring? Oh, so boring. So boring. Okay, it's fine. I was going to apologise, but I'm not going to bother. No need. No, no, no need. Uh, in his own words, he, he he couldn't hit it off the square. And yet, still, ugly runs are runs that, I'll be honest, I haven't seen much um, in an Ealing side for a while, and they are crucial. And in chasing down 200, having someone get a really ugly 65, 68 is, is absolutely sensational. I don't want this to, to sound like a, 
a negative thing in any way, Mung, and you probably might understand, while sitting watching uh, on my TV screen in Cape Town, whenever Gravesy did get on strike, I found that a good time to leave the room and go make a cup of tea or coffee or something just to to kill the time, because I knew nothing much was going to happen. So for any anyone advice, some advice out there, if you are going to watch online, if Gravesy's batting, time to go grab a drink. Yeah, he's not going to get out, and he's not going to score. There's nothing exciting is going to come off the bat. No. The game's going to be the same when you come back. Correct. There was a really funny moment, actually, with um, with one or two needed to win. Robbie was on 95, not out, and we thought, well, he gets a single last ball of this over, one to win, and then he's going to have an opportunity to hit a four and get a ton on his glorious return to the side. It would be so well-deserved. He's batted with so much control, fluency. It was honestly, it was just so lovely to see. Doesn't get the single. Gravesy's on strike. Now, Gravesy does a really good job the first five balls of looking like he's trying to score runs and win the game. <laughs> Planking full tosses to mid-wicket. Just mishitting, mistiming a half volley to extra cover. And we're like, wow, Gravesy, this is sensational. It's absolutely sensational work. He accidentally inside edges it into the gap at square leg and Robbie calls him through. So Gravesy's wasted everyone's time knocking the ball to mid-wicket and cover the hole over so that Robbie could get 100, only to then not let Robbie get 100 and take strike and have to hit the running runs himself. It was genuinely about three minutes of all of our lives wasted watching Gravesy do more batting. Um, he's had a net. He'd had a go. I think that's when I left. I didn't see that bit. I think I was... I think I went shopping, actually. I had a few bits and bobs to do, so I didn't see that bit. Should be mentioned, the captain's 4 for 37. Um, don't need to say his name. Everyone sort of knows who he is. But two of the wickets were caught 45. Classic off-spinner's wickets. And he got the person he said he was going to get out, top of off stump. So fair play to him. Well bowled. Andy Laws is back bowling. Wow. Yes. So about three overs, one for four at the weekend. Okay. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. How was... Talk me through how he was in the change room after having a bowl, though, Mungo. He was similarly reserved, but he was much happier, much less grumpy. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a grumpy laws, by the way. It's it's a horrible, it's a horrible thing to be part of. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Let's uh, quickly talk about Sunday. What ended up being quite a close victory over Osterley in the final of that day of the T20 comp. Um, well done to him through to the next round. First game was cancelled against Hornsey. It was they uh, they pulled out, so we haven't had a look at them before we play them in a few weeks' time. But that's okay. Through to the next round of a Sunday competition, a national competition. I watched this. Did, did, were you? Did you have another game on you playing, Mum? I was playing. I was playing for Parkshire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks, mate. Play a playbook, do you? Um, I was watching this as well on the Sunday, and um, it was. It was nearly like pulling teeth. I actually had a phone call with the uh, with the skipper just to make him aware that watching watching that kind of stuff in another country isn't the way you want to watch your team play. And I made it very very clear that if that happens again, I know exactly where he lives. Well, well done to the boys. Two from two this weekend. Go into a massive massive game next week away at Crouch End at the start of the Red Bull stuff. It is all day season, baby. Nine weeks of Red Bull and Whites. Let's see how we go. The twos, the twos. And this, this really was a humping. Uh, Richmond has been flat this year. It has been pretty flat, but on levels such as this, it, are there two finer men to watch knock them down than Tom Shaw and Luke Stoughton? Oh, I mean, just say those names again for me one more time, please, man. 
uh, Tom Shaw and Luke Stoughton? Oh, it just, you know, you get that sort of, that, that rush of love that flows through your body when you just hear something like goosebumps. Oh, just keep talking to me, Mungo. It was Richmond, 219 after their 45. We had three Glasper wickets. He's finding some rhythm. He's finding a run-up. Be afraid, Toosley. Be very afraid. Cam's got a twofer. 219. Uh, there was rain around in the morning, I think. Uh, there would have been at Richmond if there was at Ealing as well. So I, I don't know whether that's a, about par or just below. I mean, I didn't speak to... For the first week, it's either neither of us that, that did the post-match roundups. Milo stepped mm -hmm. in as I was travelling to Cornwall. So we'll hear about uh, the nitty-gritties of, of, of the game and, and the Richmond innings a little later. I did have a quick catch-up with Shawzy. He was dropped on zero and he made him pay. 112 not out. A Luke Stout on 66. It's, I believe that's the first 100 of the club this year on a Saturday. Well done to Shawzy after just being dropped to the twos this week to go and to go and prove prove them all right in the way that like we know how good a player he is. Uh, and he was he was over the moon and that was lovely to see. I'm sure I did see a post of uh, Shawzy's on Instagram um, saying it's only taken six seasons to score a hundred. So if that is his first um, well done sunshine may may that not be the last. Some beast runs. The man is new to the game. He's he's doing pretty well. Um, may, may he have a long, a long and prosperous future. If if he if he continues, he might be as good as Ahmed Ahmed Elak one day. I think might be, might be, but nothing is certain. Nothing is certain. And they are now three on the trot. The twos. Uh, it was a pretty. I think it was a pretty tough start actually for them from from mm. what I've heard and from the people that we've spoken to. To go so well in pre-season and then to lose the first two must have been pretty demoralising. Um, and, and I think it was. And they look a much happier setup now. They look like they've really found some rhythm. Do you think it's, it's always it's, it's the hardest team to play for in the club? Because from memory, obviously, being, being around since 2005, you, you know, your, ones, your ones get selected and they're your best players in the club. It's just, it's just a given. Your twos are, are what's left of your best players and you know the, the the availability as always for any club is always quite a struggle so it must be tough uh, I mean losing your skip you know before the season starts as well for them to, to 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 finally start getting a rhythm as you say is actually quite nice to see yeah I think you make a really interesting point I, I think in in probably every twos cricketing dressing room across the country you're going to have a mixture of of people that are very happy where they are and really want to play for that team um, and are very settled with their cricketing life. You're but you're also going to have people that are just just making their way up from from the threes, and it's and it's a challenge, and some inexperienced heads and some young players. And you're going to have people that are good, that want to be playing first team cricket desperately. Uh, and I think that that probably can that probably can get in the way sometimes. The fact that you have slightly different goals. Some people are just trying to make their way. Some people are trying to just have a nice time. Some people are trying to make themselves a viable candidate to play in the ones. So, yeah, it, I think the fact that it is so harmonious at the moment in the two speaks to all of their character, I believe. But if there's one team you want to be playing for at Ealing... It's the threes. Good God, it's the threes. I, I mean, mean, they can do no wrong. I just put it out there, boys, will, will you have me if I, if, if I come back? I mean, it'd be, it'd be an honour. I mean, I don't, I don't think they even let me in, man. 
No, no, uh, you're getting promoted if from which whichever team you play for the week before, whether it be the ones, the twos, or the fours, it's a promotion to the threes. They are they're five from five. They're on fire. They're on fire. They're on a- absolute fire. They're top of the table. Glorious leader Henry Anton hasn't pl- has only played three league games. He's about 14 runs off top run score in the league. He's averaging over 100. I mean, it doesn't matter how it looks. Okay, it doesn't matter how it looks. What we say about Gravesy and ugly runs. Hanton is ugly runs. Mm. glorious leader hung, hungry ugly runs and he, he was accompanied in the second in their chase by Barnaby Harrison who a typically busy 38-39 and I did speak to Barnett Lords and we'll hear from him but he, he made a comment that he hasn't, hasn't really contributed and this was a real contribution with the bat a real contribution with the bat and the, the young spinners put them in a great position once again Priyatam has taken, I think, three for in every single game this year. Wow. Every single league game, he's got three for. He got three for again. He got three for 33. Ash, three for 22. He's been up in the twos, down in the threes. He's a talented young leggy. Having those two around for the threes a lot this year is going to be an absolute cheat code to success. They did it this week without Rory. It must have been a quieter dressing room. I don't know how, how that will have affected performance on the field. Would they have been done earlier? Would they have been done later? Um, but I can tell you, and I do love a stat, that Priyatam has accrued the most fantasy points of any player this year so far. Have you got him in your team? Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. I, I'm slightly concerned for that threes league because if these boys have the confidence that they've got at the moment and when they're enjoying their cricket with that no-fear way of playing the game, oh, watch out. Just watch out. Yeah, it's going to be a mockery. They're going to win all 18 games and we're never going to hear the end of it. And they, They've been talking about how they're going to celebrate drinking from the trophy, but it's actually a shield. So they're thinking about creating some sort of funnel with the, with the shield something on either side and just sort of pouring it down the shield and, and into their mouths. Uh, the winners, the winners, the winners drinks. I, um, I hope they do. I mean, yeah, high flying and, and long may it continue. And uh, yeah, keep going, keep going the threes. It's, it's, it's good to see, good to watch and thoroughly enjoying it. Before we move on to, to the roundups and, and we throw over to Barnett Lords and then, and then to Milo at Ealing. Ladies didn't play this weekend, by the way. They're at Harris and Mary's next weekend. I think given this is the end of all the one day stuff, it's actually a good time to briefly, between the two of us, take stock of, of, of the ones, twos and threes and, and where they all sit. The, the ones and twos both have 32 points and are both 10 points off the top. Um, and the ones are actually joint fourth. There are three sides that have won four games and us and Crouch end have won three. And the threes are, of course, five from five. I mean, there's not much we need to say about them that they're obviously absolutely ecstatic. The ones and twos. So do you think, Lee, that we would have taken as a group 10 points off the top after the one days? Absolutely. I actually think in, in both forms, as in the one day and the all day stuff, I think as a side, we, we've got, you know, most of, most of the bases covered. Um, you know, the hardest thing is always, uh, as we found uh, playing back in the day, as I said, back in the day, uh, playing is, is, is always getting the 10 wickets. So trying to bowl teams out is, is always the, the most difficult thing. Having said that, in the ones and I say for the twos, I think now we've got the artillery. Um, I think battle bowl first. Uh, I don't think it'll make it'll make much difference. And if everyone everyone has a role to the side, if they you know they do their role, I think we'll get over the line. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, it's a it's a couple of massive weekends. Um, I think for both sides, both sides I think go Crouch End and then Teddington. 
and in the ones that's Crouch Ender especially strong in the ones I don't know if they're quite as strong in the twos but those are the two best teams we think this year the ones in in the first team league in the Prem and if we can if we can get a win and a draw over the next two games I think everyone in that dressing room would bite your hand off yeah, I think you're right. Take points off one of them too. If we can be, if we can get a draw this weekend at Crouch End away with their fantastic left arm off spinner, we're going to be a very happy side going into the Teddington game at Corfton Road. We'll get a good crowd in for that in, in June, I imagine. It's all it's always a spicy occasion. So that's where I think we sit with the ones. We're we're not favourites to win the league. We know that, but we're absolutely in the running and. Um, and when we're good, we're very, very good. Yeah, I think I agree. I think, like I said, if if everyone just if everyone knows what they need to do, and they rock up with a with that um, with that win mentality. Yeah, the world is your oyster, as they say, man. The world is your oyster, and that's for, for both the ones and the twos. I think if you if you have a look at man for man, if you write down a piece of paper, the twenty two boys that are going to go out on the weekend, and everyone does what they need to do, we'll be we'll be there. We'll be there. Talking of being there, let's head over to to the real HQ, to Lords, and let's hear from a slightly drunk Mungo and Barn. Okay, Barn, we're at the home of cricket. It's been a good day for England. What are you taking from today into the weekend? Well, I'm taking the thought that, you know, Harry Potts is a good little bowler. Uh, you know, actually, you can turn up on Daboo. Is this first name uh-huh. Harry? Yeah, Harry Potts, Harry Potts. Uh, you can turn up with Debut, you can turn up as an inexperienced player and you can make an impact. And, you know, you know, while I've played a few threes games now, I've probably not made an impact yet in a year and a half. But, you know, what Harry Potts has proved today is that there's always that opportunity. So, you know, I'm going to turn up at Popes on Saturday, Barnes at home, and, you know, hope to really get into those fellas. So when you say Harry Potts, you, you aren't thinking of Harry Potter, are you? Harry Potter, we might as well call him that because he's magic, man. And... Um, you know, what, what is that? Four poles, not a lot of runs conceded. You know, he's bowling so well. So th- th- this weekend, we're looking to go Cinco from Cinco, as, as some might say, um, as, you, as you would say, really. And Stokes is about to come on to bowl himself. And What similarities can you draw with, with Henry Anton and, and Ben Stokes as, as leaders? Well, they're both inspirational skippers who, you know, the lads want to get around. And I think in turn, those lads will get around the lads. Um, you know, I think there's some there are players who can do everything with a bit of you know stuff with the ball, stuff with the bat. They catch them okay, um, and I think you know there are players who are going to lead their respective sides onto great things this summer. Thanks, Barn. Real pleasure to hear from you again. Well, great to speak to you, Mung. All the best. Ballsy, it's a rainy day, but you've got the new puppy here. Is this exactly what you were looking for? Yeah, it's keeping my leg warm mm. on a cold day. On a cold day. And a bit noisy upstairs, you just sort of extricate yourself for, for a little while. Yeah, this is the introvert in me, mate. Like the quiet. And so if you had a perfect amount of cricket to be played today, how, how much would it be? How None. Many, no cricket at all? None. No? Not a ball? <laughs> no. Not, not a single? Absolutely not. So how early do you want this to be called off? Uh, ten minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're feeling pretty optimistic for how the day's going to go, or...? I think we're going to get some cricket in, which will obviously make me very happy. Mm, and Albie, what do you think? Yeah, that's what I think too. Um, well, Lawsy, I, I hope, for, hope for your sake that you, that you get what you're looking for. Appreciate and it. it. And that it really tips it down. Thanks. Thanks. I'm off for a nap. What was that, Ollie? 
There's no such thing as accurate forecasting at the moment, mate. Is that, is that the groundsman coming out of you, Snell, on, yeah. on a rainy day? Yeah. It's always inaccurate. But if, if but you were horribly wrong so far today. If you were to give us an accurate forecasting of, of what's coming, what, what is coming? It's currently raining. Okay. Because I looked up at the sky and got wet. And, oh, that's a shame. But before you looked up at the sky, you were pretty dry. I was dry at that point, yeah. yeah. Went outside, looked up, wet. Oh, Can't see anymore. Got water in my eyes. And as a groundsman, these sort of days, it is added stress? Or it's is it just, something taken off your mind that no, people are having this to is, this is rubbish. Okay. It either needs to absolutely lash down and then we can all, go, all start drinking at midday. Mm. Or it needs to not rain. So what are you hoping for from, from today, I suppose, is the real question. Well, I, I want it to either stop raining or just keep raining really hard for the next three hours. And if you could pick one? <laughs> mm. Probably the rain option. <laughs> thought so. Well, I hope you got what you're after, Ollie. Thanks, mate. <laughs> okay, Harry. Um, so, win. How do you feel about it? Good win. A win that I think we all knew was coming from a long time, as we said before, the perfect game of cricket from many people. Um, apart from Grozy leaving Robbie White short on uh, 95. Yeah, how do you feel about that? As a, as a, as a cricketer, we want to win the game, but Robbie was so close. Um, Gravy's performance, how was it? Incredible performance, but blocking out five balls, including a full toss, to then take one off the last over, is slightly confusing, won't lie. Um, could have ended it a lot quicker, but... Wins a win. And your bowling performance, happy with it? Too many extras, but yeah, overall nice to actually go below four and over for once. And I'll just say a few little, a little stats about you or, or facts about what happened to your day and you can then defend them. Um, kick the ball over the fence in the warm-up. <laughs> uh, wind. Very wind. windy. Very windy. Very windy indeed. So the wind was the, the only factor involved? 100%. Very good at football. And then uh, you threw the ball a batter. Um, Defence for that? Uh, shouldn't have pulled out. And and finally, um, you ran out of some gloves for Gravesy. Um, now, you, Gravesy ended up with two right-handed gloves. Um, Defence for that? Well, firstly, I would assume the youngest in the dressing room would take the gloves out. Looked around, Robbie's got his pads on, so I figured I'll be a team player, I have to take them out for him. Robbie kindly went and got the gloves for me. I grabbed them as quick as I could and ran out, as well as getting water for Gravesy. Not looking at the gloves um, taking them out and, and he then says they're two handed gloves I need a left handed glove as well I blame that solely on Robbie I was being a team player and helping out that's what I have to say about that ok that's a good defence and finally we're 10 points off the top how do you feel about that? got to keep going wins in sight league's in sight Red Bull stuff starts next week can only kick on from here thanks for your time pleasure Robbie White on the podcast last week we've got you playing cricket today uh, and, a, and a win for the boys yeah, it was uh, great to be back at Ealing playing. Um, I always love coming back to Corston Road to play. Um, and yeah, to get a, a win in the end was um, yeah, a really enjoyable day all round and, and great to get 10 points for the, for the boys. And talk us through the day. It was raining when we came, um, late toss, late start. What were you thinking when we uh, lost the toss and we were fielding? Yeah, it was a bit of a miserable, um, miserable morning here at Ealing. Um, and yeah, we, we got the covers off and the wicket looked great. Um, yeah, shame we wanted to have a bat, but Christian carried on his uh, poor runner form um, with a toss, so that was disappointing. Um, and they got off to a really good start. Um, a couple of good players at the top. We probably were slightly off um, in the first 10 and sort of team effort to drag it back. Um, we sort of started with the seamers and then the spinners came on. Um, Grazy started well and Christian 
Um, yeah, burgled a couple, but did bowl bowl really well. To yeah, score. talk us talk us through Christian's uh, uh, wickets. Yeah, Christian's um, first three wickets were targeting um, the hip for a sort of swivel pull to forty five, which. Uh, yeah, we'd obviously spent a lot of time talking about in the morning about um, his plans to left-handers. So good to see that that was, uh, yeah, the planning's coming off Christian. So, um, yeah, really good spell from him to pick up four brilliant wickets. Um, and then, yeah, everyone else in the uh, with the ball chipped in in the field. Um, so it was a really good performance from 48-90 for one to get him one, one nine, 190 all out, um, which is well on the par here. So, yeah, that was a really good uh, effort in the field. And with the bat, Oliver obviously got us off to a good start and then you joined Gravesy, I think it's 45 for one. Um, talk us through what you were feeling as you walked out to bat and, and uh, how often have you batted with Gravesy and how well do you, do you get on with him in the middle? Um, yeah, it was a classic start from Oliver, very nice uh, 30 and not many One of the lighting uh, says it's his fault he didn't get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing on me. <laughs> a nice little interruption there from Gravesy. I'm not speaking to him, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, Ollie, lovely little 30, um, got us off to a good start um, and it's so handy coming in when you're sort of already ahead of the game a little bit, especially chasing. Um, yeah, Gravesy probably not so, um, not so fluent as Ollie um, or probably anyone all day, um, but it was, it was really nice to uh, spend some time with him. I haven't battled with him too much actually, but we seem to get on quite well. We ended up talking about mm. something completely random out there, some public school chat. Um, which is pretty dull, but um, yeah, probably right left hand goes quite well, and we seem to just uh, tick it tick it over a couple of nerdlers going about their work, and uh, yeah, it was nice to sort of get us uh, towards the target. It took us through one of those uh, those big six into the middle of the trees. Uh, they, they came out the middle, didn't it? <laughs> no, I didn't quite get them. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a rarity that I'm gonna. Um, well, it's a rarity that I hit it straight, so um, yeah, it's nice to get a couple of slogs out of the way, um, pick the downwind, um, just get it up, and it was uh, yeah, nice trying to get it over and done with a bit quicker towards the end. Yeah, it was a 148-run partnership or something. Uh, obviously, you've got bigger games ahead of you, Derby next week and, and things like that, but like, how, is it, how great is it to get across the line at the, the home of cricket here at Corfton Road? Yeah, I absolutely love playing here. Um, I always have done, and now... So I've played less the last couple of years, but that probably makes coming back here um, more special. So, yeah, I think whenever I'm uh, available, um, it's great to be here and to, to win chasing is always more special with the guys on the balcony um, cheering you on. So, yeah, hopefully there'll be a, a few more games to come and I'm, yeah, good to see the guys um, go off to a good start. And we have to end with uh, Harry Stowe, the dick of the day for today. Talk us through um, some of Stowe's uh, actions today and your, your perspective. I've, we've just spoken to him, got his perspective on it. What's your perspective on some of, of Stowe's <laughs> tantrums, kicking some stumps over in the warm-up, throwing, kicking the ball over the fence? Yeah, Stowe had a, um, a poor start to the day, I'd say. Um, he seemingly left about nine o'clock in the morning and still ended up being uh, very late uh, for the meet time. So that's always a... Terrible way to start the day, and then yeah, there was just some very irregular behaviour from him. Um, a bit of tantruming. Uh, he was started in the football. Just he's very loud, and uh, yeah, I think he'd probably say a well-deserved dick of the day from Harry Stowe. Um, hopefully, he'll learn from it and come back stronger um, in the next few weeks. That's all we can hope for. I'm not optimistic. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for your time, Robs. Thank you. Okay, Oliver. Um, you had an interesting way to describe our, our win. Um, can you describe it for the podcast listeners? Well, yeah, it's just a proper seven-yard robbing. What would you describe a seven-yard robbing as? I'll win on Saturday. 
It's a, it's it's just a demolition. It's a, you just you just had a seven yard robbing. You absolutely hammered them. Okay, Shawzy, uh, massive win for the twos. Talk us through uh, talk us through this, the day and the toss and, and the wicket and everything. Uh, yeah, pretty good day. Um, we won the toss on a flat one and bowled, which was interesting. But that was kind of always the plan because Richmond were bottom, um, and we bowled pretty well. But like there was yeah, we bowled pretty well. We kept them to two twenty, and it was you always felt it wasn't enough. But obviously, on the one hand it's flat, on the other hand it's club cricket, so you never know. Um, but on paper, we then look at, made it look really bloody easy, actually. Um, and so you were chasing chasing two twenty, two twenty to win, and we uh, yeah got home by nine wickets. So Ali Hillman came in, had a bit of a dash, and then uh, myself and Beast. I don't know the exact number, but it must be about. 160, 170 for the second wicket and um, got a line with about three overs to spend. So, yeah. And what did you end up with? I ended up 112 of the runs without getting out. <laughs> but I've been told, I've been reminded that I was actually 112 for four, but none of those catches were held, so it's, it's irrelevant. Good feeling? Yeah, it's great feeling. It's, it's, one of, it's actually my first league 100 for Ealing. Oh, really? Uh, which, is, which has been a long time coming. Got some scores, but that's a, a product of sort of trying to play one's cricket. Um, and, uh, and yes, first league hundred. It's, actually, Beast said it to me when I came off. It's like, you've got to remember that the, the, cricket is a terrible, terrible game. Everyone hates it that plays it. And it's actually very rare that you get a day that you, everything sort of goes right for you. So it's why you play it. And today was one of those days, you know, you get dropped on. On another day, I've walked off a zero, having sort of discussed whether I was playing in the ones or twos with, with Robbie White available. And then gambled on, you know, been sort of go down to the twos to get some runs in preparation for Rebel cricket. And I've got naught or five balls, and it's the worst day of your yeah. life. Yeah. And three hours later, you're walking off with 100. So, and uh, like I buy with Beast a lot. Talk us through that experience for you. Oh, I actually said when he came out, I think so. Beast, I, I got 100 in my first game for Ealing, my first pre season friendly years ago at Henley, also flat, hashtag flat, flat track bully. Um, I batted with him then, and I actually said, I don't think I've batted with him since. And it's just wonderful at sort of even you know, I've, I've played a lot of cricket but I'm only 29 and you bat with someone like Beast and you really can feel the just brain that goes into it there's no no situation that he's not not been in and we just we kept everything very very simple and without, without sort of blowing, blowing our trumpets we, we've ended up making it look very easy by batting very much within ourselves and you could see that you know Beast could have gone through several gears and just didn't and I don't have any gears <laughs> so I just stayed in the gear I had and we, we sort of ticked along and it's an amazing feeling when you just as a pair realise that you are just winning the game and you, you feel that sort of energy and that was definitely a big Beast is a big part of that so it's a lot of fun batting with guys like that Any trademark Beast square drives? and things No like that? There, was a, there, was a, there was a trademark trademark Beast you're not good enough to bowl at me whack over long off which was, which was <laughs> nice um, but now he just he just yeah just batted beautifully I mean, it was, yeah, it's a nice place to bat Richmond and they weren't as strong as they have been so it was good And fine we have to talk about your captain he was first, first, first game for the second team this year comes in how was it being captained by uh, Alex Fell today? Felly Felly was the lead captain of the seven captains on the field. Um, he was the sort of the, the sort of captain of the captains, which he did quite rightly remind us uh, at, at points. Basically, please shut up. Trust us. We've got this down. Uh, but no, I mean you can't fault it. Can't fault him really. Um, we we held every catch. We had a, a ball one actually, which he dropped. 
So, <laughs> so, so you've got, to, got to remember that. Having said he's the best mid-wicket fielder in the side, he then dropped one. But uh, we were, yeah, I think from a boring cricket perspective, as a blueprint, that is as good as you as you as you can do. You know, on a flat wicket, yes, against a, a, a weaker side, but we bowled well, we fielded well, we fielded in the, we put everyone in the right place, we bowled to plans, and then we knocked it off nine down. Sorry, one down. Like it, it, you, Saturdays don't come much better. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well played. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Pod debut. Pod debut. Uh, yeah, official pod debut. Back to the ones next week. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Easy peasy. Simo, normally we get people on here who've scored a ton of rounds or taken a lot of wickets. So uh, talk us through your five today. Um, right, I've gone out. Henry's just barbecued Chico, our best. I mean, I, he he will listen. He is our best player, but good little coat as well. Um, <laughs> To score his first runs, Henry's barbecued him. Um, and so I've gone out there, um, taken guard, obviously, as any good player does. Um, left one, smoke one through the covers off, off the edge for two. Um, clip one for a um, one bounce three over mid-wicket. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I got a wide full toss. Um, so I sort of very generously uh, dolly the catch up to point. Um, so that was me done. Um, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, and oh, I umpered bloody well as well. Gave a lot of wides, a couple of no balls that were pretty dubious. Um, their offspinner shouted at me for giving, giving wide. Um, we uh, good little pouch as well, extra cover. Um, yeah, we don't have to, but we probably should talk about the rest of the game. Um, talk set the scene for us at, at Pope's Field at the second home of cricket. Um, so it, this was before I arrived because I was late. Um, but when they were taking the covers off. Um, the, the oppo helped and apparently just sort of let go when they taken the pins out um, so the water just pissed all over the sort of the bowler's landing point so we delayed the start by 15 minutes um, did that 15 minutes help? Um, well I mean we didn't warm up for any longer than we would have done um, I mean I got a meal the other end which was good um, Shep then uh, ran in backwards and bowled backwards for 8 overs um, <laughs> Had once paid to play cricket, but you wouldn't have known when their 55 year old opener was smoking them over cover. But uh, yeah, Priya Tam and Ash got three each, a couple of good little bowlers. They got 175, um, and we chased them six down. I can't really remember who got the runs, but I mean, the team did, and that's what's most important. And we're, we're atop the league, Osterley beat Hampstead, so I mean, good results all round. And Henners isn't here either, so he didn't have to tell us about his day. So yeah, results everywhere. Well, we should probably mention Henry's Henry opening the batting not out. Now, obviously, with Gravesy doing it in the ones, Shaws does it in the two. Do you think, do you think Henry was feeling the pressure of, of having to see it through for the boys in the threes as well? Well, I mean, given his twos record, he's, he's got plenty to prove. Um, so, I mean, yeah, sure, he probably averaged nine runs per wicket today, um, none of which were given, obviously. But, I mean, yeah, he looked okay. He up a good little player. But yeah, that's all I give. I mean, yeah, his, his girlfriend came to watch, ran 20 kilometres to Richmond and back rather than watch him bat. But I mean, that's all on her. So and I can't fucking blame her. Bored the shit out of all of us. So yeah, I mean, yeah. But you know, I mean, I like the guy. Um, yeah, sure. All but you know, you know how it is. Hello, Kat. Hello. Sorry, I didn't realise anybody was in here. You know Shea Skittles? Um, they're jelly babies. Oh, jelly babies. Uh, no, I'm happy to not play cricket tomorrow. <laughs> also rude of you to spend the entire podcast in wasn't me. No, I know, but you run the podcast. So. No, I don't. I just I do what I'm told. Yeah, you just edit. I'm a I'm a little sort of editing slave. Yeah. You could have edited it out so I sounded better. All Lee and Mongo did was give me. You dropped a bit on the floor. Huh? <laughs> Take it up with them. <laughs> <laughs>
Are you boycotting? Are you boycotting the podcast? Would I do that to you guys? Well, you're on it right now, so yeah. we're live. We're doing a live podcast here. Yeah. Oh, live broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. There's two viewers. What are you doing, Anton? We've got really smelly testicles as well. I mean, yeah. I probably wouldn't shower with him. No, probably. No, there's hope there. There's hope. It wasn't a definitely never. On, on the list of people I would shower with at Ealing, he's probably he's not in my top five. What is your top five? I can't reveal that. No, but you, 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 no, but best not. Yeah, best okay, not. look, best it's not, a long, it's not. a long summer, so we will get that top five out of you. But just, just at this stage, there is a top five. Yes. And, and it's something you thought about. Absolutely. And it's set in stone, or no? Oh, really? It, it depends on performance. It depends on how nice people are to me at the bar. It depends on how you've gone that day. Nobody wants to shower with a grumpy cricketer. So basically, say no one's a shower with a loser. Your words, not. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. That yeah, <laughs> interesting implication that not all cricketers are losers. There. As yeah, well. that was. I like, was, that. Yeah, I I like that. that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Here we go. Okay. Anyway, this is a good fun. Thank you. Bye. Okay, well, we'll end it there. We'll end it there. Thanks, Simo. <laughs> Great to hear from everyone. Milo, thank you so much for stepping in. He's not a particularly happy interviewer, Milo. He said that he doesn't like the sound of his own voice very much. He's got a lovely voice. I don't know what he's on about. I'm, I'm probably not going to listen to the interviews he does because I only like to hear mine and your voice. So, uh, I mean, if they're good, let us know. If they're not, I don't really care. I mean, I've not listened to them either. So, I, no, I mean, why would you bother? But thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Milo. We do appreciate uh, your time standing in for us while I was in sunny Cape Town and Mungo couldn't care. AJ, now you've been away. How's how's he been coping? I, I imagine there's been lots of time on the phone. Uh, rocked up today. First thing he said to me is, "Daddy, can you take me to Maccabees for an ice cream?" And did you? Absolutely. You caved. No, I didn't cave. No, I definitely caved. Hundred percent. Well, yeah, we can have this discussion one day when your son is on our podcast as well. It sounds like you cave. And we are going to have this. You, you will cave. And and if and if your son or daughter goes. Daddy, can I? You'd be like, yep, 100%. So I took him to Mackie D's and I don't care. And I'll tell you why. It's because I love him. And at the end of the day, we need to find out what his word of the week is. So AJ, what is your word of the week? My word of the week is literally. Thanks, AJ. Didn't have you as a caver. I didn't have you as a caver. Bear, bear cricket. Oh, this company, these gears. I've I've now been bear for, for two weeks um, and... Look, I'm I'm gonna bear my soul to you. I'm. Oh no, 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 no! no. You can't, you're not gonna do this to me. You're not gonna do this to me. You're not gonna you're not gonna do what you're doing, what you started doing, and continue to do it, are you? Because I can't bear it. No, I, I couldn't possibly. No, I couldn't bear it. No, it's pretty grisly. I'll stop. Look, I I tell you what. No, I've I've spoken about the sticks before. They're magical. They're ones. They're used by the wizard Scott Ensom. Need need not say more. The softly. The soft. Yeah. Oh, God, these gloves. I mean, I had a pair of Christian's old bear gloves for, for a year. And I was, I mean, it's testament to how good these gloves are that I used them for a year without needing a new pair. I've got myself a new pair and blows the other ones to shame. Mugga, that's so good to hear. And obviously, if the guys are keen to, to, to get involved in, and, and purchase some bear cricket, where, where do they need to go? www.bearcricket.co.uk and that's where they line up all the good stuff you can get colored pads if you want it if you want it not much good for the next nine weeks after that but uh no i couldn't i couldn't be happier and uh long may this wonderful partnership continue the guys at bear do treat us very well if you do go online though do you have to buy the bare minimum or 
yeah, the absolute bare, bare minimum. Um, the bare necessities are the bits that you really need, though. Yes. Yes, they are. Because <laughs> we are the Care Bears, remember? We are the Care Bears. We are the Care Bears. Uh, quickly, what, it's been a while since we dropped in on, on Ealing Fantasy Cricket. Uh, as, as it was mentioned, Priya Tam's got more points than any other player this year. I've done some digging myself. The best value for money this year is Priya Tam, but it's closely followed by Andrew Cox. 3.1 million, 203 points. He's a steal. He's only owned by about half the game. What are the rest of you doing? Yeah. If you, and if you don't know, get to know. Sort yourselves out. It's not difficult. As we go into the all-day stuff, Lee, the, the longer stuff, who are, you, who are you backing as a fancy pick over, over the next few weeks? So what you've got to think about is who, who's going to bat the longest or who's going to score the most runs. So don't pick Ollie. That'd be a stupid thing to do. Uh, Graves is your, your man, your go-to. And then you've got to think, I think spin is key when you're looking at the all-day stuff. You've got to pick a spinner that's going to pick you up loads and loads of points because they generally bowl more overs in the longer format. So a tip from Leapy is pick pick a batter that's going to be boring, <coughs> Graves, um, or go with a spinner or a few spinners in your side. The seamers don't tend to do very well uh, in this, for fantasy points in theory, uh, during this period. Smart, Leapy. Smart. And I hope no one's listening to this bit because that's exactly what I'm going to do as well. <laughs> I am currently top of the fancy standings. Um, it's not something I'm going to shout about. It was pretty expected. I'm top by a little bit. Anyway. Have you have you got yourself in your team? I do now. I do now. Yeah. Of course you have. Of course you have. Of yeah. course you have. I mean, you've, you've got to pick. You've got to pick me in the, in the form I'm in with the bat. I mean, with the ball. Give me two reasons. And there needs to be, there needs to be valid reasons. Give me two reasons why you pick. Just tell yourself. Why do you pick Mungo Russell? Oh. Well, not only is he averaging 40 with the bat this year. He seems to be a good batter these days. He's also taken one wicket in five power plays. How how couldn't you want that in your side? Okay. <laughs> it's hardly. It's been really hard. They aren't nicking them, Lee. I don't know what to do. No one's nicked off. I don't believe it. <laughs> if you if you have Mungo Rust on your side, you're an idiot. Take me for the second half of the innings. When they start trying to whack it, it's fine. What's going wrong with the new ball? I don't believe it. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, stat of the week. This is not when you switch off, but you're going to enjoy this. Uh, In the three games played against Richmond this year by the ones, twos and threes, the combined score with the bat for Ealing is 604 for four. Oh, seven. Seven out of ten. That's nice. It's good, isn't it? That's nice. Yeah, yeah, you should like that. Now, don't ruin it by saying something stupid. Move on. Something stupid. Move on. Owen Tom Jones asks for Ask ECC, what is the worst ground to have a rain delay at? Oh, worst ground to have a, a rain delay. Oh. So but basically, it's who's got the worst change room is the question in theory, because that's where you're going to be stuck. In theory, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go, oh, do you know what? Stanmore. In the conversation for me as well, I was thinking North Middlesex. Mm. Those are tight. The only thing is, I guess, with North Middlesex, that you could be upstairs. Actually, you could be upstairs. So I'm going to take that back. It's not North Middlesex. It's definitely Stanmore. It's just, it's just, just... Bronze, not great. Yeah, but at least you tucked away in the corner and you can... Yes, yeah, it's small, actually. Bronze, not a bad shot. I'm going to stick with Stanmore. And it's always wet there. It always rains when it goes to bronze. It's like it's got its own microclimate. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, we, have, we have another question. And this came from, from the first team. 
on on Sunday, they, they sent me a voice note and Ollie, Ollie voiced it, but it, it seems to be a question from the collective. And the question is, it's a little different. It's not, it's not cricket related at all, actually. It's out of the three, would you like to be A, strapped to a bench, have your toes covered in honey and have a goat lick it off? B, have a rat placed on your stomach with a metal bucket over it and then have the bucket heated up so the rat eats its way out? Or C, have a small hedgehog slowly inserted into your anal cavity? Now, I think that we should rank these one, two, and three, because I think there's a very obvious, easy answer. The easy answer, I'll, I'll, give, you my, I'll give you mine straight away. It's very simple. It's A, C, B. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'd enjoy having a goat lick honey off my toes. Uh, of the three, that's up there, my top three. And the rat eating its way out of my body would probably kill me. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely third. That's definitely third place. I mean, I'm slightly concerned about who came up with these questions. Um, do you need to go and see somebody about this? Um, the, I would imagine that the first team on a Sunday would would probably all prefer to be seeing somebody about their problems, and so use this as a way just to ease ease the angst that that lives within um, the wait before a cricket match. I'm not sure I ever want to play the uni again. You take that back. I take that back. Thank you. Well, we've come to the end. We've come to the end. And thanks to all those that contributed this week. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't hear from the captain after his four-week haul. And he did ask this week. And, and we really tried. But I was busy. I had to go down to Cornwall. I went I drove, get, went down to Cornwall Saturday night and came back Sunday night. Mental. I went to Cape Town two weeks ago and came back last night. So I'm making the effort. That's a long journey. Listen, you've got to do what you've got to do. And if you need a goat to lick your toes, find yourself a goat. That's all from me? That's all from me. Well... I guess there's always next week to make this a little better. Goodbye. Good night. Goodbye and good night. Just good night. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. The Ealing Cricketer.